choice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice Welcome to the One Mic, One Voice show, building the collective conscious show that's created to give space where your voice, ideas, and informed opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. I am Michael Eric Owens. Yeah, I'm the host of this show, week after week, man, just trying to do my homework, trying to put something out in the culture, trying to educate, trying to break free the chains that bind us. You are in the One Mic Studio. Man, it's exciting to be here today. Um, as always, our world is a crazy world, and it seems to only uh, move more in that direction. And I, I you know, I, I kind of pride myself on not dabbling in the crazy. Uh, I, I like a good conspiracy every now and then. I, I can be a conspiracy myself to a certain degree, but sometimes it, it, it has to be um, based in some form of reality. I mean, like a plausibility, right? Uh, you know, there's been UFO sightings, and so can, can we dabble in that? Yeah, we probably can because... There's been some evidence, I don't know how credible it is, but people speak of their own personal experiences. So, you know, I, 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 I'm not against a good conspiracy um, if it has some sense of plausibility. But today's topic, I want to deal with um, a fracture. Let's say it like that, a fracture in our democracy, that was highlighted by January 6th, by the insurrection that took place. Now, I titled this podcast, Democrats and Republicans, or Q-Publicans. Q-Publicans. I think that's a um, title that we're going to have to deal with for some time to come. And so... Man, this is a hard one for me because it's so far um, beyond the pale. You know, it's lunacy. It is um, the this conspiracy or C's plural is beyond belief, um, outside of the realm of imagination, but yet. Uh, we have to deal with it. We can't run from it. Um, why? Um, this fringe movement, as I would like to uh, call it, but it is, it's a movement that has infiltrated our government. It has, it has literally bust through the doors of our government. It caused the death of five people um, and it has enraged and empowered the most gullible in our society and you've heard me say it before that Americans are gullible 
Arthur says, any topic can be discussed. Just got to know when to bow out of the convo (laughs) and cut it short. Uh, I'm kind of looking in two directions. That's why I'm kind of fading away from the mic. Um, Yeah, any any conversation, uh, especially this one, uh, we have to have. Because, again, it has made its way. It has bust into, kicked down the door um, of our state capital, the U.S. capital, I should say. Um, they attacked our government and are part of our government. So we cannot ignore it. It is the, the, the conspiracy um, has taken human form in now members of Congress. So what do we know about this movement? The QAnon movement is what I'm talking about. Man, I I just hate even giving it breath. But we have to, because this past week we've seen it play out um, in a very grotesque way uh, in the House of Representatives. But it's a cult. I did a, um, you know, Donald Trump, um, you know, the first political cult um, month back, several months back. I don't know. You can you can look. I, I suggest you you view that. But, but by the way, if you came on the show early, that that was um, one of my uh, singles from my upcoming musical project called Seven Days. The title track was Mama, Don't You Cry. Um that could be a show within itself. But what is this QAnon? It will be available, matter of fact, February 17th for those of you who might be interested in it. And my brother Arthur Younger uh, is the one that designed the cover art for that, so I want to give him a shout-out. Um, so at the heart of this um, conspiracy, uh, at the heart of it, um is this wide-ranging, completely unfounded theory that says President Trump, the former president, president, is waging a secret war against elite Satan-worshipping pedophiles in government, business, Hollywood, and the media. So that's, 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 that, that on itself would make people go, um, Yeah, this can't be real. It can't be real. These believers have speculated that this fight will lead to a day of reckoning where prominent people such as former presidential candidate uh, Hillary Clinton will be arrested and executed. Okay. Um, So how did this thing start? How did it start? We We can't really... Uh, have an argument or an opinion about something. Notice I always open the show with your informed opinion. I don't say your opinion will be debated. Your informed opinion. Not everyone is entitled to an opinion. And I've always give this same analogy. If you want to talk to me about having heart surgery and get my opinion on that, that's probably not a good thing. I'm not a cardiologist. I can't give you an opinion on that. So 
Not everyone should have an opinion. It should be an informed opinion, meaning that you've done your research, meaning that you've looked at multiple sources, opposing sources for and against, and you've somehow um, deduced that to some type of rational way of critically thinking about the topic. That's why we're doing this today. So it began in October of 2017. An anonymous user put a series of posts on a message board um, called 4chan. The user is signed off, the user signed off as Q and claimed to have a level of U.S. security approved by uh, this thing called Q clearance. (laughs) Q clearance, okay. Um, These messages became known as Q drops or breadcrumbs often written in cryptic language, peppered with slogans, pledges, and pro-Trump themes. You know, if I was reading a book, right, a uh, fiction book, uh, this would seem to be uh, within that vein. But no, this is um, this large movement. And this movement is not just in the United States. It has has taken on a life of of itself and it's around the world, in Germany, in Britain, uh, it has, in France. It has taken off. So how many people are believing this? Social media and opinion posts indicate that there are at least hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people who believe in at least some of the bizarre theories offered by QAnon. Okay. When you see the um, images from the U.S. Capitol breach, insurrection, you see Q all over it. You see people with T-shirts, hats, signs. Um, I mean, all over it. And the former president Embrace, he said he liked them because they like him. Think about that. Just because a person likes you, you like them regardless of what they stand for or regardless of how they view the world. Mm. Hitler could have liked me. I wouldn't have liked him. Idi Amin, I wouldn't have liked him. Stalin, I wouldn't have liked him. Woodrow Wilson, I wouldn't have liked him. Ronald Reagan, I wouldn't have liked him. I mean, I can keep going on and on. But Trump, because he's a narcissist and a sociopath, that's how that thing kind of goes. Now, the Pew Research Center studied in in September 2020 found that nearly half of Americans have heard of QAnon. Nearly half. We got 30, almost 31 million in this country. Um, And the number doubled. Um, from the six months before. Of those who have heard about it, a fifth had a positive view of this organization. I can't even call it an organization because many believe it's a few people that are doing these things and people are participating in it. Um, They talk about how the community or how it's become a religion and how it has kind of this game mentality where you can play along and you can try to decipher some of these things. So it's, it's clearly very interactive. And um, 
And so a fifth uh, of the people that were surveyed had a positive view of the movement. And for many believers, QAnon forms the foundation of their support for Donald Trump. Now, remember my title of this. Good afternoon, Doreen. My title for this is Democrats and Republicans or Republicans. So are we seeing the emergence of a third of a three-party system in this country? You know as well as I do, America was based upon, basically, in modern politics, a two-party system. Third parties has, has tried to attempt to get in there. Um, Ralph Nader did it. And others have done it with no success. So we have basically been a two-party system. The problem now, though, is those were always attempts outside of the dominant parties. This is very important for you to understand. It was outside. It was an individual or individuals trying to galvanize people, trying to get enough people to challenge these two major parties. The difference today is one of the major parties is splintering. There is a group within that party that has constituencies that support these ideas that are either trying to take over the Republican Party or break away from the Republican Party. So the potential of success for this is much greater. I'm not saying it will be successful, but I'm saying it is much greater because you already have a nucleus of legislators in their constituents that claim this belief. And furthermore, these individuals are completely against traditional Republican values, if you want to use that word. So we are at a moment of crisis is what I'm trying to say to you. Now, many that know me on a personal level, as Doreen said, you are seeing dangerous people. Yes, they're very dangerous. They're very serious. They are not playing. Anytime that you will storm the U.S. Capitol and look to take hostages, even more, look to murder Congress people, you're pretty serious. And so, um, we have this movement, right, of a lot of people. And the movement is, has a leader. And the leader is a former President Trump. And it says here that QAnon has also made inroads into Republican politics. And you know you saw this, and I, I, I really don't like giving this. She is, you know what, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly enjoy calling people crazy. You know, Greek word maniakos means maniac. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I take no pleasure in that. But what I'm going to say to you is that this representative, Marjorie Taylor Greene, 
this first-term congresswoman from Georgia, has become the prominent QAnon-affiliated lawmaker in the country. She has echoed, echoed these, these conspiracies. I mean, I, here, here, she is the face of it right now, and she is slowly becoming the face of the Q-publicans, which is morphing the Republican Party. Um, and it says here, in her posts and videos from 2018 and 2019, Green appeared to endorse violence against prominent Democrats, including Nancy Pelosi. She said that she endorsed of executing her and suggested that Sandy Hook and Parkland shootings, school shootings, were staged false flag operations. They didn't happen. Now, how would you feel as a parent whom has lost a child through school violence? And for this elected official to say it never really happened, it was staged. It was staged in order to take away our guns. I mean, how many years are we going to tolerate these people keep saying that they're going to take away folks' guns? You know, I, I live in a rural area. I have, uh, I have some guns. I do. For protection. Nobody's come to get my guns. I mean, it's, it seems like I guess only people want to take guns from white people. I don't see any black people standing up saying they're coming to take our guns. And black people own guns, folks. We're just not as blazing to go out in public with our guns. I could carry a gun. There's, there's no, uh, there, there is no, I don't need a concealed carry permit in Oklahoma. I could go out today. But they're killing black folks without guns, so that wouldn't be very smart. But I'm just saying, this idea of how long will we believe these things? You, uh, again, the gullibility of some in our country, right? So they had this vote, and hopefully you're following some of this. And I know it's, it can be overwhelming, because all day long, and then in the evening, it's just regurgitated the same thing that they've talked about. I understand that. But there's a need for that overkill. Because if you don't keep it in the collective consciousness of people, people move on. People, We live, for most of us, comfortable lives where we have our own struggles and challenges. And, 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 and we don't really have time for other things, however... This is so important. This has been our historical problem that we haven't had time to address. And so we need to be inundated with this. So they, 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 so Kevin McCarthy, the, the minority leader uh, in the House, um, had this conversation with this green, this conspiracy, this Q leader, um, and basically told her to cut it out. And so then they, 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 they had this vote on the House floor, and I'm simplifying everything. Um, and get this, they had this vote to remove her from her committees, you know, every 
person in Congress is on some sort of committee. In hers were, I believe, the Education and Labor Committee, and um, she doesn't believe school shootings happen. I mean, she doesn't believe in the protection of our children in school and the safety. Why would she be on that committee? Doesn't make sense to me. It's almost like ludicrous, like somebody's going to spit in your face regarding that. Um, hey, Linda, thanks for stopping by. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, just, it's, it's, <laughs> it's almost hilarious. But they had this vote. Okay, and the final vote tally to remove her from her committee assignments was 230 Democrats to 199 Republicans. Hmm. 199 Republicans out of, get this, in the House, 211. The majority of Republicans in the House of Representatives said no. We're cool with her. In other words, we're not just cool with her. We're cool with all the things she espoused. Now, let me go back. I said about the splintering. The Republican Party is in trouble. Deep trouble. It's self-inflicted. I mean, if you go back, you can go all the way back. Newt Gingrich, you can go back even before that. I remember I was reading the book uh, by Newt Gingrich, The Death of the West. Oh, man. I'm dating myself a long time ago. But I remember somebody said to me, why are you reading that? Why are you reading that? I said, because you have to understand what's coming. And he was laying it out in that book. He was talking about the population change, the diversifying of America. And he was warning white America that we basically was losing this country. He was encouraging white women to have babies. They have saw this and they have been working ever since to retain white supremacy white supremacy okay so 199 Republicans that's what I'm gonna say that we have right now in the Congress 199 this is just the House of Representatives in the Senate you know you 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 have several in there uh, Ted Cruz um, let me see who else uh, that uh, one guy uh, Holly I think his name is that stood up and uh, voted everyone that voted against the election let's just call them Cupublicans doesn't matter they could say well you know I just thought it was you know there was some irregularities and we need no 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 it, this all boils down to, and I don't want to give my conclusion, but I will allude to it, white supremacy. It all boils down to that very thing. Okay. Folks, listen. Let's do this. Um, 
we're going to take a short break here. Then we're going to come back, and then we're going to go a little deeper in what they believe. Then what can we actually do about this? What can we do? We got to do something. Folks, hang in there. We'll be right back. Thank you for downloading the One Mic, One Voice show. Take a moment and subscribe and share. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platform. Thank you for your continued support and for your voice. You can change the world. It's your choice. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the One Mic, One Voice show are not the views, thoughts, and opinions of our sponsors. thought we would say that never thought that would be part of the political or social discourse however it is this monster that has been created yeah this lasting legacy of the most corrupt con man to ever take a seat in the Oval Office the wave the ripple continues how do we deal with this clearly what do these people believe well what do they believe hmm they predict that this war which they call the storm in a pointed time when Mr. Trump will finally unmask the cabal, all of these people that are um, these pedophiles, these folks that are uh, eating children. 
when he's going to punish its members for their crime and restore America to greatness. This is what they believe. Folks. I'm not making this up. I mean, it sounds fanatical. It sounds like how can people believe this? And it's easy to dismiss as, as crazy talk, as silly season. It's easy for us to do that. But these folks are governing. These folks are making decisions that affect our lives. We cannot ignore it. We need to talk about it. So what do they believe? Well, first of all, the big thing for them was Pizzagate. You heard about that, Pizzagate, right? Um, this idea which led falsely that Mrs. Clinton and her cronies were operating a child sex trafficking ring out of the basement of a Washington, D.C. piece of restaurant. Remember a guy showed up there with, with uh, weapons? He believed it so much he showed up. And they come to find out that this, this piece of place, piece of joint, doesn't even have a basement. It's not even one there. But people believe that. They believe that. Um, they also believe that the CIA installed North Korea's leader, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. He's a public ruler. Um, February 16, 2018, false claims that the U.S. representative and former Democratic National Committee chairman, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, hired uh, this MS-13 gang to murder D.C. staffer Seth Rich. Okay. So she hired this uh, MS-13. Um, March 1st, 2018, apparent suggestion that uh, Germany's chancellor, Angela Merkel, is Adolf Hitler's granddaughter. Now, see, we can, we, man, I, it's, it's, it's laughable, right? Um, but they believe that. And again, I said this. This is what Representative Green uh, co-signed on July 7, 2018, uh, falsely claimed that each mass shooting is a false flag. Mm. It didn't happen. What you saw in your eyes, like think about the, the level of conspiracy to pull off something like that the whole world would have to get on board to report the same thing. You would have to stage bodies. You would have to stage funerals. I mean, you would have to stage the president going there, talking to family, grieving families. You would have to stage all of that for their conspiracy to be true. But again, let me remind you now, these folks are making laws. 199 Republicans in the House of Representatives, right? Mm. Okay, go on to say Obama, Hillary Clinton, George Soros, and others are planning a coup against Trump and are involved in the international child sex trafficking ring. Mueller was just put there secretly to investigate uh, Democrats uh, that the Rockchild family 
Rothschild's family leads a satanic cult. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it goes on and on. And then they have on here March 4th. 2021, Donald Trump will be inaugurated as the 19th president of the United States. And the United States will cease to be a corporation and once again become the country started by the founding fathers, the 19th inauguration on March 4th. Mm. These are things people believe. This is what motivates people to kick down the doors of democracy, lies, conspiracy theories, unproven, with not an ounce, not an ounce, get this folks, not an ounce of factual data. Well, somebody might say that's the definition of a conspiracy, but I think some conspiracies have some sort of rational, plausible, factual analysis to them. This movement is anti-Semitic. It's anti-black and brown, anti-immigrant, anti-LGBTQ, and fueled by, and this is what we need to understand, and I've been trying to ram this thing home, and I don't know if people are listening to me. It's a little frustrating for me because when I hear the dialogue that's going on, I don't hear this as being prominent in the dialogue. This needs to be prominent in our dialogue. This is fueled by white supremacy. Stop talking about diversity and inclusion and start talking about white supremacy. Stop talking about white privilege. Talk about white supremacy. You can mention racism, discriminate, but talk about white supremacy. This is the banner in which all of these things fall under. It is the need for a race of people, mainly white males, to rule over the rest of us. This has been the standing problem in America since 1619 and even before that there are some white people that say we are better than you and you don't deserve what we have. I don't care what the Constitution calls you because that word citizen was never meant for you. It was a mistake. It is white supremacy. And if we don't start calling it white supremacy, we'll never be able to dismantle it, hold it accountable, and defeat it. It is white supremacy. It is the elevation of a person of a certain pigmentation over someone else. I don't care what it is. Could be in employment. Could be in promotion. It could be in receiving resources, federal government money. It's white supremacy. And what? Why are we so afraid to call it what it is? 
People say, well, I believe in, in, in Donald Trump's policies. No, no, no. You're a white supremacist. Oh, let me back up. You believe in white supremacy because his policies are not fair for everyone. And I think some people are just ignorant. They don't understand what white supremacy is or they refuse to understand what white supremacy is. They get offended when they hear about white supremacy. And you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired of our white brothers and sisters saying that they are offended or that somehow it makes them feel guilty. Well, let's switch places. I wouldn't mind having privilege and feeling a little guilty. I wouldn't mind being offended every now and then rather than every day of my life. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous to say, oh, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, let's switch. Let's make it a black world. But just about every member in Congress is black. Your mayor is black. Your governor is black. Just about every attorney in your city is black. All your parole and, and probation is ran by black people. All your economic arms of your city is ran by black people. Let's switch it up. All your wealthy and influenced neighborhoods, black people live there. All your major businesses, your major corporations, your major CEOs are black people. Oh, yeah. Mm. You think you're uncomfortable now? Well, let's switch it up. But no, that's the fight. The fight is to maintain the status quo, to maintain white supremacy. Right? But let's broaden this for a minute. And I'm not going to be much longer. I mean, time flies. I don't know how much fun I'm having. But I'm glad you're here with me. <laughs> At least I'm not doing this in the mirror like I always do. But listen, let's broaden this cult to include the following. White evangelicals. I'm so tired of white evangelicals. I'm tired of your hypocrisy. I'm tired of the white Jesus, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm tired of the Jesus with an AR-15. I'm tired of, of, of white evangelicals going to church or logging in online and saying how great God is and God loves everybody, but yet and still you have no problem what happened to George Floyd or what happened to Brother Blake in Kenosha Trayvon Mike Brown um, Breonna Taylor Philando Castile Walter Scott Eric Gardner Michael Brown, folks, the list goes on and on, right? But you have no problem with that. No, because you, your whole worldview, your ideology, the way you look at religion is through the lens of white supremacy. 
Mm. That was a time where black folks couldn't even go to a white church. And when you could, they put you in the balcony. You couldn't sit on the floor. Mm. Time when the Bible was used to keep you in slavery. I'm just speaking the truth. Paul said, slave, obey your master. That was used against black people. Mm. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Yeah, evangelicals, you all of them. What is Paula White calling angels from Africa to help Donald Trump when Donald Trump Trump called Africa s whole countries? But now you need angels from Africa. Come on, folks. We are not a gullible people. We may be a blues people. And oppressed people, in some cases, a broken people. But we're not gullible people. Who else should we add to this list? Let's ask racism deniers. See, this is what I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you to understand that when you are in conversations with people and people say things like, you know, if he just had a, uh, just applied, you know, just to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If he would have just fell in line, complied, that's what I'm looking for, with the police, he'd still be alive. they denying racism. Well, racial profiling really doesn't exist like I was told for years. For years. Folks that, folk, folks that know me, I have, I have been talking about these things for over two decades. And there was a time when I was told I was a racist because I was talking about these things. Racism would go away as long as you wouldn't talk about it. And that I was always playing the victim. Yeah. I was told that by some folks that I see on Facebook right now that say they woke. But you woke now. But five years ago, when you was reading my feed, I challenge you, go down my feed. Keep going down it. Keep going down. And you'll see I have been consistent in my call for the liberation of black and brown people in this country. When you hear a person say something like that, yes, they're really basing that view on white supremacy. Oh, back to blue movement. All lives matter. White supremacy. White supremacy. All lives matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but no, 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 no. All lives matter. Well, I don't see all lives being choked out in the city streets. I don't see uh, police officers getting beat down. I ain't seen a brother with his knee on an officer's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. I didn't see that. But all lives matter. No, that flows from a white supremacy world view. Mm. COVID-19 deniers. Yeah, that's a new one added to the, the no maskers. Yeah, the ones that say you are infringing upon my freedom. 
because they're saying to you that your freedom doesn't matter. I'm not saying, you know, in this last category, that's some black folks that are not wearing their masks either. That's an issue because it's hitting our community disproportionately more than any other community, the Native American community, the Hispanic community. Come on. And you walking around without a mask on. I've lost four relatives to COVID. These people that deny. Why are they denying it? Because there's a sense of entitlement. There's a sense of I do what I want to do. There's a sense of your freedom doesn't matter. It's a white supremacy view. You see, this is what QAnon is all about. This is the whole idea is that something is wrong with this country and there is this conspiracy to take it away from us, to hurt us, to make this country a diverse country, to accept Jews, to accept blacks and natives and Latinx and LGBTQ plus people into the mainstream of this country. No, that cannot happen when I thought we were citizens. Well, let's finish this thing up. So what shall we do? What we need to do is to hold people accountable. Once and for all, defeat white supremacy by purging people from Congress, dismantling inequality in education, law enforcement, economics, in local and state and national governments. Until we start having these conversations, addressing the many flaws in our justice system and embrace the pain and oppression of black and brown people. And finally, pave way for restitution. We will continue to be a country complicit, complicit, when it comes to white supremacy. Because history will speak of us. Somewhere in the distant future, a scribe will reach down deep into the archives of our time. And what will she find? Will she discover that we overcame our differences? Will she find that out of many, we became one? Or will she find that we solved nothing and remain a divided peoples? Yes, history will speak of us. All we gotta do is work together. We gotta raise our children better. We gotta stop the hate, stop the hate, and spread the love. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. Your choice.
Thank you for downloading the One Mic, One Voice show. Take a moment and subscribe and share. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platform. Thank you for your continued support and for your voice. You can change the world. It's your choice. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the One Mic, One Voice show are not the views, thoughts, and opinions of our sponsors.